Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy. And you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. everyone. Welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I'm Emily, and I am too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Henley, and I'm also too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Sammy, and I love watching scary movies, and so I watch them so that you don't have to. And today's movie is a very fun one. But before we get into it, did anything scary happen to us this week? Um, okay, wait, I've actually been really excited to tell you guys about this. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> so, Emily, you have told us in the past... Oh my god, I'm nervous. ...about meeting with someone who did a past lives reading for you. <gasps> oh my god, yes, Henley, I almost texted you the because I was like, I think she did it, but you but you hadn't told us, and were you saving it for this moment? N- not, like, consciously, Oh, but okay, well, I'm, I did. oh my god, oh my god. Mm-hmm, so... All right. Emily, a couple of years ago, had a past lives reading and I was like, I'll never do anything like that. <laughs> but I was very intrigued and I wanted to know all the details. Oh, my God. So then one the thing that really hooked me was you told me that she books at least six months in advance. And I was like, oh, well, then I got to fucking do it. Yeah. I need to do this. <laughs> so back in like November, I booked a session uh-huh. with this woman. She does it over Zoom. And. I didn't know what to expect, but I have to say that it was like way more emotional than I was expecting. And I think it has mm. something to do with like meeting a stranger who there's no like baggage, there's no expectation, there's nothing. It's just this person who's like in this moment with you who's like, hi, like, how are you? Like asking you how you're doing. And it felt like, made me feel so vulnerable it's like therapeutic i feel it's it like was therapy so kind of. therapeutic i was so immediately emotional um it's also fucking crazy what happens it's it's i mean it's I, insane everybody needs to do it so okay the format is she apparently meditates on my energy before. Yes, she does. Not apparently. Yes, she does. does. She is too, does. Okay, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Those are the facts. Those are the facts. Then we um pray together in the beginning of the session. And then she goes into a light trance mm-hmm. for approximately oh twenty-five God. minutes where she is just speaking to like your team. My team. And you watch her? Mm-hmm. And she encourages you to record the Zoom and to take notes. Like take notes. So she's just sort of like speaking what's coming to her and so and then you'll discuss it after the yeah so you you could go Mm -hmm. and so and i wasn't i'm so glad she told me to do those things because it was like really a lot of information information. really fast you'll be able to look back on those notes i'm definitely gonna (laughs) re-listen re-watch um and there is a lot that was said but i think the only thing that i'm really gonna share here because it's so specific and 
is she said that uh one thing that I did in in my past life she was seeing that I um I I taught blind children and I used to know oh. braille. I oh. taught braille. My god. Wow. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. And I was like, mm-hmm. those are the facts. Oh, that sounds right to me. <laughs> um no, 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 but I was t- really that's it's so funny and it was so outrageous and i was telling tim's family all about it afterwards and they are so aggressively non-believers in that stuff and tim's mom was just like okay, shitting on it church. so hard i gotta go to church <laughs> sorry it's like mm. <laughs> <laughs> that one's normal that one makes sense i actually said that i basically said that to tim afterwards i was like you know it's not that different she's just like just woke up and came out of a cave like that's normal yeah 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 so okay. i know the jesus thing's wild but um <laughs> that the jesus thing the jesus thing oh the jesus don't even get me started the jesus thing yeah there's a lot to unpack but like i just want to you know encourage everyone to you know if you're interested in this type of thing i did find it very therapeutic i had a good cry over a few things she was just such a lovely human to interact with i don't know if i necessarily learned that much besides the braille thing but um <laughs> well that seems worth it though it was worth it it was worth it it felt i felt good at coming out of it. It, it it's like it is therapeutic it feels spiritual in a way it's also just like a very specific interesting experience to have yeah and connection with a person yeah yeah her name is carolyn jones was it carolyn Car- Carolyn Swift Jones. I Carolyn think she, Swift yeah. Jones. Check her um, out. Guiding Circle. Guiding Circle. Yeah, yeah. She books up real far in advance. So, but so that is she's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyway, I loved it. Uh, thank you so much, Emily, for oh, bringing that to no, me. Thank you. I did a birth chart reading once where I didn't know there would be any past live things sp- spoken about, but apparently, according to my birth chart, I was a swindler in past lives. Swindler. <laughs> And they said I needed to work on being like a better person because I used to I used to really cheat people out of money a lot. <laughs> what? They presented it to you as something you have to work on. Now my life's purpose is giving back to make up for that. That's right. To well, make up for all the swindling. Selfless. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, now Sammy, true. you've already done enough. I think you've oh, made thanks. amends. Cool. You've Great. made up for it. You've made up for Hell it. Hell yeah. Swindles forgiven. My work is done. <laughs> what about you guys? What's up with you? I love I'm so ha- I'm I'm so happy that you did that. We had three friends get their readings this week because they oh. they booked like around the, right around the same time. Everybody had a great experience. I, I I I just yeah, I just I'm so excited. I can't wait to hear more. Can't mm-hmm. wait to hear more. Mm-hmm. Um I will say uh, this week I have had heartburn again. <laughs> oh man. Mm-hmm. I've had heartburn again and I did, I booked an appointment with a gastroenterologist. I'm fine. I was inspired by Sammy taking charge of her body. Proud and of her you. And I'm like, you know what? This just doesn't feel normal. Mm. So I'm going to try to do something about it. But I'll say this. A, the scary thing that happened to me this week is I got I got some heartburn medication to take. Uh, I got prescribed. It's basically just like, um, what's the purple pill? Nexium. Nexium. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like that. But I got it prescribed for some reason. and. I was looking it up, like, what's the deal with this drug that I'm going to be taking for two weeks? It's pretty run of the mill, but they do say very explicitly, like, you cannot take this long term. Like, you cannot. This is a short term solution. It's like, okay, well, this is not good for you then. Yeah. So (laughs) I um, far too late in my life this week started thinking about the whole body connection 
and how, yes, I could be tending to my heartburn, but am I creating another problem? Oh, maybe. And having a body is really scary. It is. And, terrifying. Uh, we have no choice. And <laughs> we don't have a choice. I just like, oh, I like the phrase. Like every action has an equal and opposite reaction was like going in my brain this week. And I was like, I'm fixing the heartburn, but what else is happening? But what else is happening? And I, I've just been like, oh, no. Oh, no. Like I like, I, you know, I get a headache and I take Tylenol and it's like, I'm, am I destroying my liver? I, I do like all these things that I just am like, I just, I just do. But there's something else happening in my body. And I, that's going to come calling. You know, what's funny is that stress is the most dangerous thing of all. <laughs> Absolutely. And I remember once being so stressed and watching this documentary that was like about stress and it opened with like, stress, the silent killer. <laughs> like if you're stressed, your life is going to be shortened by this amount of time. And I was like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. I'm so stressed. <laughs> well, I have diagnosed myself um, with laryngococcal... <laughs> Laryn- laryngococcal reflux that which rolls is, off the tongue so. uh, <laughs> which is also known as silent gird oh so i gird so I'm we said the with. silent killer and i was like oh no oh no oh the silent gird the silent- <laughs> <laughs> but like of course and so i've been looking up of course things like you know acid reflux gird silent gird laryngococcal reflux what do you do what do you do and the and the biggest thing is like stress you're stressed you're stressed yep and like this problem really started for me in the past two years and what has changed none of my habits aside from stress 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 stress, stress. and it's like we had I was telling Joel what happened in the past two years, (laughs) and I'm like, but I don't feel stressful. Like, I'm not. I don't. I don't feel stressed in a way that I'm like, well, I got to turn down this dial, and then I won't be. Like, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what. It sounds like you're pretty stressed, Emily. (laughs) (laughs) But like, anyway, yes, I am. I'm I'm really stressed. It just becomes like a base, a base level stress that you're not even. And then you're adjusted to it. And then one, the only other solution is to stop drinking alcohol. But which I will not do. And coffee. Yeah, that's why I told the doctor who prescribed me the the Nexium for these two weeks. I was like. I, you know, and I've tried to make lifestyle adjustments, which is true. I have. But I was like, but not I'm not going to stop drinking wine and I'm not going to stop drinking coffee. So like, what else? What else, <laughs> what else can I do next? Ugh. It's just like having a body. What the hell? You know, what the hell, man? Fucking a lot. It's a lot. I'm sorry. Your heartburn is back. That Thank sucks. You. It's so painful. I hope the Nexium helps. Yeah. The prescribed hey, so far it's doing OK, but is it causing other problems? Probably. OK. Don't and am I stressed stop about it. it? Definitely. Stop, stop One problem that. at a time. Yeah. And... Stop doing that. Incorporate some meditation into your That's into true. your daily life, into your daily that. routine, because uh, life is stressful. That is true. Sammy, what about you? What about you? Um, I had dinner with a friend this week, and we wanted to watch something to make us laugh. We were like, we're in the mood for a good laugh tonight. Okay. And we put on Gerard Carmichael's <gasps> HBO special. I watched that. Rothaniel. You're not going to laugh so I was much. Say, yeah, which that's... is not so funny. <laughs> and we were pretty shocked about 15 minutes in. I think we were both crying. Yeah, <laughs> I cried. I was, I really cried. And it was just, it's very, very good. I really loved it. But it was just this moment of having to really readjust our expectations mm-hmm. of like, Oh, okay. This is, it's not, this isn't like a hilarious stand up comedy special, Mm-mm. but it's really, really good. And I highly recommend it. I love it. I love it. 
this gotta check it out. Makes me a little more hesitant, but because you know I hate that's to be true. You don't like to to feel emotion, feel feelings. Yeah, I love. Feeling um, feelings. But maybe that would help with the stress. Maybe I need to cry. Crying is good. It releases stress. Sometimes I'll cry for literally three seconds. I'll go like, because <laughs> I'm trying not to hold anything in. So if I get any urge, <laughs> but sometimes it looks so like stupid and weird. <laughs> yeah, not even cough. not even a tear will come out. But it's just like I'm just trying to release it because it's not good to hold stuff in. So it's wow. like if something comes across, I'll just be like, <laughs> "That's so good. That's really That's healthy incredible. of you." But then I'll laugh because I'm like, "That looks so dumb." <laughs> That's also healthy, I think. It's That's fun. incredible. You're inspiring me left and Let right. Let those Sammy. emotions loose, baby. Just mm, feel them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I will say, uh, so I also just have a few few housekeeping things. Yes. And when I thought about that I have housekeeping things to say in the podcast, I was like, we should have a term for that. What's like a horror equivalent of housekeeping? Uh, and I came up with nothing. So I, I have nothing. I'm drawing a uh, massive Turning blank. on the lights. <laughs> What? Yeah, no, like things you should do. Turning on the hall, turning on the hall light. Oh, I see. Um, Checking the basement. Yeah, destroying your basement, getting rid of the destroying your basement. The basement. So, uh, let's destroy the basement really quick. <laughs> 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 it's a perfect metaphor, and we're not gonna try harder. Um. So first, you guys, this goes going way back. It's been in my notes for a while, and I want to get it off my notes. So. You guys did when I was in Florida a bonus episode on our Patreon, patreon.com slash TSW podcast. Um, where Sammy, you showed Henley some clips from movies we've covered and made her look at them. A great idea. And not just because I didn't have to do it, but I did watch it and this is a video episode. And there was a clip from the ritual, which is a movie we've covered. I just want to say I wrote down how I would describe the monster. Yeah. And I just feel like it. I wanted to contribute. Let's that. hear it. Let's hear and it. And it is um it's a giant deer with husks. But the husks are arms. Oh, like the husks, husks. are the arms a are giant where? Deer, but that like hu- tusks. Oh, tusks. <laughs> that that makes more sense. I've than looked husks. at this note so many times. I've always seen husks. <laughs> I've never thought it was wrong until just now saying it doesn't sound right. Tusks. Antlers. No, the antlers are antlers. No, you mean like oh, tusks, like a arms. tusk. Oh yes, yes, that's your spot on. We got there. We got there. <laughs> okay, so I can delete that from my notes. Um. Okay, and then um, other thing, really quick. Swim, swam, swum. Swum is a word. Swum is a word. Swam I was sw- right. Yes, yeah, Sammy was it's, right. It's the past participle. Sammy was it's right. It's the past participle. Just putting that out there. We really, we really Thank fixated you on very swim, much. swum. Thank you very Sammy much. Was I'm a grammatical genius. She's a genius. Is that grammar? I don't know. It is grammar. Okay, it like I said, grammar. I'm a grammatical genius. <laughs> a quick thank you needs to be shouted out to Christy Gross, who sent us some books to our P.O. Box. Uh, so thoughtful. The books personalized to each of us. It was very sweet. I, I, uh, it didn't fit in the P.O. Box. You had to like go to the post office and be like, I have a slip for a package. And that is so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> to be like, like, my brain is still like a chad where I'm like, oh, if it's bigger, it's better. <laughs> it didn't fit the PO box. It's going to be really special. Um, but it was. It didn't disappoint. And so, really, truly, that it, I'm can't. Yeah, they're very thoughtful. The so books thoughtful. were all so specific to each of oh our personalities. Gosh. And I mean, Sammy got a Nick Cage one. So Sammy got a Nick you Cage believe one. It. I got a sewing book. I got oh. a book of essays that sounds really funny. Yeah, and I can't wait to read oh, it. Really, really delighted. Really delighted. And a final housekeeping thing. Or oh, sorry, final. What did we say? Destroying the destroying the basement. The basement. <laughs> Final destroying the basement is um, she's not going to like it, but it's happening. I'm going to say it. I want to shout out Samantha Smart. First of all, 
on the day this podcast is released to your feeds, it will be her freaking birthday. Ooh. It'll be Samantha Smart's birthday. We are so blessed. She's turning 21. She's turning 21 years old. She's turning 21 years old. She's not yet an adult. And we love her so much. No, I'm actually very excited to be turning 33 32. because Turty Tree is my favorite. Turty Tree. Turty yeah. Tree. So. Oh my god, we love you so much. Happy birthday. Oh my god, I love you guys so much. (laughs) We've said it once, we'll say it a million times, but thank you for everything you do for the podcast. Yes. Sammy edits everything. She watches all the goddamn movies. It's hard, it's hard work. You know what else she does? Right now, we also are are all sitting together in person, which is an incredible thing. Henley is in town. We're sitting together in person. We're sitting together in person at the Headgum studio because we're a Headgum podcast now, which is really fucking cool. And we're very excited. And that is almost entirely due to Sammy. Mm-hmm. And Stop I, we, mm-hmm. we would not be here if it weren't for Sammy. Mm-hmm. We literally would never have made it this far. Absolutely. You do so much work. You are incredible. You are a gift to every single person who meets you, every single listener, everybody whose ears this is hitting right now. <laughs> you are so fucking lucky. <laughs> and I just... I just love you very much. I'm very grateful. Oh, I got to do my... One cry. That is so nice. I love you guys so I much. I love you. I love Thank you. you. Yeah, um, seriously. I mean, this podcast is so much fucking fun. And mm-hmm. I feel like... It's great. It's not just me. It's the three of us. Mm. Yes, but you you deserve the shout out. You deserve yeah. the I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But yeah, it certainly wouldn't be fun if it was just me. So... I would listen. I would still listen. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people would. <laughs> um, but that's you guys are here to listen to us talk about a movie, and so let's talk about that movie this week. We have a movie that I somehow had never heard of. Wait, me either. I don't know how. You know, it's very interesting how movies could have ever just slipped your radar i feel like in the 90s it was like if you didn't watch tv at the time frame that that trailer played you didn't know what happened oh wait i disagree i feel like i knew about every fucking movie that came out in the 90s that's why i'm shocked i'm Uh, shocked that's what i mean you just weren't watching tv in the whatever 10 to 11 p.m hour when they played this trailer (laughs) i i guess Uh, yeah i don't know did you know about this movie I did know about it, but I actually hadn't seen it. This was my first watch. Okay, well, and I love how much we're teasing. Not even saying the movie. What is it? What (laughs) is it? The movie is (laughs) Urban Legend. It came out in 1998. It's directed by Jamie Blanks, written by Silvio Horta, starring get get this: (laughs) Jared Leto, Alicia Witt, Rebecca Gayhart, Joshua Jackson, amazing, Loretta Devine. Tara Reed, holy shit! Michael Rosenbaum, Robert Englund, and it's currently streaming on HBO Max. So anybody can, anybody with HBO Max <laughs> can get on it and watch this movie. I can't wait to hear about it. A, a Tara Reed, Joshua Jackson. I mean, this is the this is the nineties. We famously don't care for Jared Leto. Famously, yeah. people are talking about it. We could do it. We, We're known we could for do it. without him. Yeah. Um, but I I can't wait to hear about it, and I'm so thrilled. We have a guest joining us to talk about this movie this week. Uh, comedian, actor from a, a program you might know of, Saturday Night Live. It's Ego Nwoda. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Ego. Hi, Ego. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on? Things are great. We're all doing great. 
Yes, everyone's so happy. I feel okay. Um, I have to tell everyone the N in my last name is silent, but yes, it's I'm okay sure, because I, every you know that Emily, but it's I okay. Know that. I go. It's, it's I go not them. No, I know. I'm not offended because there's people who know that also who I'm close to, but you you read it and then you just say it. But I'm only saying this right now because. If I don't, someone's going to listen and go, I can't believe she just didn't correct them. So I love this, Ego. I know. I know. I'm fine. I'm fine. It's your name. It should be said but correctly. This is, also, this is a very important lesson in like, we all need to be speaking up for ourselves. We all yes, need to everyone, be speaking up for ourselves. Everyone needs to be speaking up. But guys, I'm so excited to be here and talk <laughs> spooky shit with you. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, well, speaking of spooky shit, did anything scary happen to you this week? Okay, I'm, I was thinking about that question, and I think the scariest thing that happened was I went to Pilates for maybe the third time ever in my life. It's having oh, a moment, okay? Mm-hmm. And the two women on either side of me, one of them had to be recovering from COVID, and the other one for sure had it. <laughs> oh, no. I know that. I don't know if we're supposed to talk about COVID if that's too dark and scary, but I'm like. I don't know how we're supposed to not. I, 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 <laughs> I, I was like, should I tell this one? But that's the spookiest thing. But then I was like, I've had it. And so I felt kind of, in, I'm like, and I'm still immune. I'm still you immune. You got those antibodies. Window. Yeah. So I'm Hell like, yeah. it's fine. But I'm like, I know that COVID cough anyway. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say what tipped you off. Was it the rattly, rattly, rattly? Raspy cough. It was the raspy, incessant. Obviously, couldn't help herself. Cough oh, and no. both maskless. And I was like, "This is absolutely beautiful." <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing I hate more than being in a, trapped in an exercise class in any context. In yes. any context, <laughs> also spooky. When you're like eyeing the clock and you're like, God damn it, there's 35 oh, hate, more minutes. I hate like, it when I can get see the me clock. out of here. They absolutely can never show me a clock because if I know how much longer I have there, uh, there's nothing worse. Oh, I need to be looking at a clock constantly. I'm with, okay, I'm with Emily in that I can't, I, I can't know how much time. So I, mm. I haven't been to an exercise class. It's been like, I think I went to one last month, but before that, it had been years and years. But if I train with someone and they're like, all right, just 15 more seconds, and I'm like, and I'm done. I didn't need to know <laughs> yes, that. Yes. I, I thought it was something wrong with me, but okay, Emily, you get it. I was like, maybe. I'm no, like, same. I'm like, don't tell me. Surprise me. <laughs> yes. Absolutely surprise me. <laughs> because I, yeah, I, if my brain goes, oh, I ha- oh, it's this much longer. Like, <laughs> because also I don't. I don't know what 15 seconds feels like, actually. I'm, t- right. I'm, I'm I never know what time it is. I don't know how long things last. But if yeah. you tell me a number, all of a sudden I'm like, well, that's not happening. <laughs> it does. It truly, I feel you on this because it doesn't matter. Like if you say to me 15 seconds left or like you only have five more of these to do. I'm like, well, that's just my body's like, no, I don't like, no, we yeah. can't do any more. I don't like that you told me, but I want to be surprised as well interesting it's it's like don't set the expectation like please do not remove that it's too much pressure and it also just makes me feel like responsible for something that i don't want to be managing right now (laughs) correct i completely get that yeah make me feel like i have to do this forever so i can just come to terms with it and just keep pushing through but if you tell me i get to stop 
And anyway, you, you get it. You get it. But that was my spook. My weekly mm, spook was yeah. those, those COVID. I was like, the lady on my left for sure recovered. Cause that was the post COVID cough. Uh-huh, and then the one to, cough. The, yeah. The one to my right. I was like, mama, you got it. And I think, you know, you do. Yeah, there's also you be here. <laughs> yeah. But there's people I've been in multiple conversations also this week with people who have been like, I had it. But I either wasn't going to test because I need to live my life or I, yeah, (laughs) or I had it and I like, I, but I didn't test because, or I knew tests were coming back negative, but I knew I had it, but I was like, well, they're coming back negative. Oh, no. Vectors of disease, these people. I think we're in a different part of the pandemic now. It's we really are. No, we absolutely are loose. We fully, yeah, because now, like I, I, I just had COVID. Um, so did Henley. Just had COVID. You know, hey. we're, we're immune now. Um, but yeah, I think people are just sort of like, oh yeah, I mean, it's we're inevitable. Just, we're getting it, giving it to everybody. Like it's just it. And people just sort of. It became so common in the past couple of weeks, at least in like, yeah. like I had never had it. Like it was people yes. who had like never had it. All of a sudden yes. they're like, oh yeah, no, everybody has it. And so I think yes. all of us just went, okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. But anyway, spooky. Spooky. <laughs> spooky up there. Hope those ladies are doing okay. Speaking of spooky yeah. things, I go, how do you feel about horror movies generally? Do you like them? Do you hate them? Do you love them? I <laughs> like, like love. them. I like them. I actually would say that I love them, but I don't watch them enough. And also just my attention span is one of the worst things on the planet. Um, so I don't think I could sit through, but I have this like, like this, I draw the line though at spirits because I believe in spirits. And so I don't do any, no exorcism movies for me ever in a million years, because I feel like too, through the movie, I'm like, the spirit will take residence in your home. <laughs> and yeah. so It's I'm not like, a bad idea. No, it's inviting the spirit into your home. So because I believe in spirits and stuff, I'm like, I can't watch an exorcism movie, but I like everything else. I like when it's like, like strangers where, well, I don't want to ruin it. Am I allowed to ruin you're other allowed movies? You're allowed to ruin it. Okay. That's sort of the whole okay. deal. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> that is such, you're right, you're right. You're <laughs> <a point>. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, strangers where it's like real killers. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm into that sort of thing. Like, yeah, just kind of so, yeah, this is great because this is how I feel. And Henley always thinks it's a little crazy because killers are the real thing. And I'm like, no, I'm more scared of demons and ghosts. And so she's like, but yeah. those aren't but those aren't real. I don't believe in yeah. that. I believe in them. I believe I'm, the demons I'm and like, ghosts. I don't know, man. We, we can't My say that is, they're not real. I don't know if I believe it or not, but I know that I'm not going to mess with it. Right? Like, what's the harm? Even, what's the harm in respecting it? I don't know if I believe in them, but I respect them. What's the harm in respecting it? I feel it? like that's such a safe bet, though, just to be like, I don't know, but I'm going to respect. And that's the thing. I actually don't even know that, like, okay, I watched an exorcism movie, now a, a ghost resides in my home, but because I'm like, <laughs> possible, no thank you. Exactly. I'm like, why risk it? Why risk it? Why risk it? But I feel like, yeah, I, I this is part of why I like the urban, urban legend. I know you guys said you hadn't heard of it, and I feel like other people had not heard of it, but I'm like, this was like the scary movie to me in my adolescence. It was like the one to me. And I must have been living in an island. Yeah. How, I'm, but also it's like these are big actors at the time who were in like how did, like especially I feel like we've talked a lot about we've done a lot of like horror of the late 90s that I'm like, well, yeah, I absolutely knew of these. How did this how did this one slip in? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it just well, that, and that's what I was like. These are really big actors. 
And I assumed you knew the movie when I told you that's the one that I wanted to do. And it was fully came, like when you were like, you can let me know sooner to the date. And I was like, no, I know what movie. Because I <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Urban Legend. Yeah, Urban Legend. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> and I was like, because I wanted to revisit it because I also had this thing in my head. So this was perfect because I was like, was that movie scary or was I just too young to be watching it? Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, it's actually kind of funny. Yeah, <laughs> oh it's God. funny. I had fun. To see, there was a moment in it, just flashing forward, you didn't ask for this, but where Joshua, Joshua Jackson's in it and he gets in the car and the Dawson's Creek theme song comes yes. on. And I was like, oh, little nugget. I know, it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> now that's fun. That, that is filmmaking. That's filmmaking. <laughs> yeah. They're like, you get it. We're all, we're stars. <laughs> that's exactly- you know my show. <laughs> I was like that was okay we love that little nugget and then the terror read of it I was watching being like what happened to her yeah what, what did happen I feel like such a star and then Alicia Witt who I I was not familiar with Alicia's work but I'm like and what happened to her I started to just wonder I was like mm-hmm. well Jared went on to become huge Joshua Jackson's pretty huge deal mm-hmm. But anyway, mm-hmm. yep. I, that's what I was watching doing that. Absolutely not scared to be clear here. I was, right. that's, <laughs> my mind was more like, huh, this is Where so are they cool. now? <laughs> yes. That's watching a movie uh, at this point in our lives where we're like, oh, are they doing well in life? Like what, you know? Holy, yes. I was like, Alicia, did she like quit acting or like. Did she feel good about her, her choices? Yes. <laughs> What's she up to? Tara Reid still acts, though. She did those Sharknado movies, right? Wasn't oh, yeah. Sharknado. Oh, yes. Yep. Yes. So she's doing good. So she's doing great. She's doing she's really good. good. She's amazing. Okay. okay. I love to hear that. I love to hear that. So I got some stats and some trivia. This has a 23% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, that's low. Which is why I wanted to watch. Another part of why I wanted to watch it was because I think like a year and a half ago, I looked it up and saw that the Rotten Tomatoes was so low, but I was like, I remember thinking this was scary. It does seem a little unfairly low. I think people were so mad that it was, I don't even think it's copying Scream too much, but that's like a complaint mm. that some people had. And so I feel like it got some backlash okay. of like, you're just copying Scream, but it's like Scream yeah. was great. I want more things like Scream. Everything copies Go for everything. It. Yeah. Yes. Literally nothing new under the sun, but okay. Okay. Um, sorry. Okay. You were... Okay, we got a 35 on Metacritic and a 5.6 on IMDb. Rare for IMDb to be the highest of the rating. I know. Uh, the budget was $14 million. It made $72.5 million. Oh, great. Uh, and we have some casting what-ifs. Oh, I we, love them. we love these. Um, wow. For the main role of Natalie, uh, it was turned down by Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer Love Hewitt, and Melissa Joan Hart. <gasps> Wow. You know, nothing evokes, like, uh, casting what ifs are the perfect way to understand a moment in time. Right, Mm -hmm. right, right. Because Um. those three names would never be together in 2022. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Never. That's a 1998. (laughs) <laughs> little time capsule right there. Melissa Joan Hart, another one that I'm like, what's she up what's to she now? What's she up to now? <laughs> I know, I, yes, I was having it. I, I, Immediately, I'm like, Clarissa, what is she, what's she doing? I hope she's well. I hope Me she's too. well. I do. And uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar accepted the role of Sasha, which eventually went to Tara Reid, but had to back out due to scheduling conflicts with mm. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm. Uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. 
Um, Joshua Jackson and Tara Reid both shot scenes in Cruel Intentions shortly before production started on Urban Legend. And so Joshua Jackson kept his hair blonde just in case he was needed to return for like pickups for Cruel Intentions. So his hair is um, platinum blonde in this I'm baby. trying to picture him blonde. That makes I'm going to have to look it it's up. Fun. It's fun. It's crazy. To You're going to want to see it. I'm going to want to see it. And. Jared Leto has disowned this film and hates it. Whoa, <laughs> Jared, you Jared. got other things you got to work on. <laughs> this isn't the biggest thing. Are you kidding me? I know. It just is so funny. Disowned it. Disowned. Him being like, okay, yes, I've done I've done some bad things in my life, and it's the movie Urban Legend. <laughs> that's the only thing I regret. That's where I draw the line is Urban Legend. And that's Legend. my only regret. I want to ask him about that. I don't have access to him. But <laughs> like, ask him. <laughs> ask him, please. Why are you so, so upset? I don't understand. I get it. it. It's kind of copying Scream. But I'm like, all those people passing on it. Mm. I wonder. I mean, it wouldn't have changed anyone's career, to be clear. Because you know, I <laughs> Nobody guess. Nobody saw it, I guess. <laughs> no one saw it. It made, it made a good amount of money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I'm like. Why the deep, deep hate for this film? I don't understand. I (laughs) definitely don't. I haven't seen it, but it seems like you're drawing more attention to it by disowning it. Yeah. Like, (laughs) now you have to watch this. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I watched and was like, I wonder if I could get, I I looked up the director after I watched, like, I wonder if I could get him to direct a short if I do. (laughs) Yeah. I love that idea. But it's also just, it's like, why? <laughs> so I, I'm contacting you because of the movie Urban Legend. And I would like yeah. for you to direct something for me. It's been 24 years and I would like to work with you. Yeah. And he's oh. like, what? okay, well, you have bad taste. <laughs> you, shouldn't be, you shouldn't be contacting me for that. And then this last piece of trivia just made me laugh. It's like one of those pieces of trivia that's not really trivia yeah okay great <laughs> uh tosh is it a character in it was originally conceived as a much bitchier character oh thank you <laughs> okay just like when something nice. like that is thrown in it's like <laughs> why is that in here why did we put that <laughs> also wow the name tosh is that short for anything no it's t-o-s-h by the way not even tasha just t like tosh like josh with a t uh-huh yes Interesting. Much bitchier. Okay. So just keep that in mind as we're recapping that, that she could have been, been more of a bitch. Could have been bitchier. Okay. Yep. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna keep that in mind. I'm gonna keep that in mind. Okay. Uh wow. That's all the trivia I got. So shall we get into recapping this film? It's the bleakest time of the year, so you know what that means. We deserve to get cozy on the couch, rewatch our favorite TikTok videos, and drink a goddamn glass of wine. If you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet. So you get a box of the market's best quality wines, however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. 
I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County, and they've been around for 10 years, and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary, code and password too scary for $100 off your first six bottles. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Yes. Yes. I go, tell us what happens. Okay. So it opens on this girl on a road trip, it seems, or she's traveling somewhere and it's pouring rain and it's, you know, spooky times. And she listening to music, enjoying her life, pouring rain. She's running out of gas, stops at a scary gas station. So, you know, kind of in the middle of nowhere, real dark. She tries to use the pump, I believe herself, and it doesn't work. So then the gas station attendant, she needs his help. He comes out and he's like, kind of scary, hair real like greasy, and clearly doesn't have much of a social life. Uh And he like tries to help her uh, with the pump. And when he's back there, well, okay, (laughs) so he's trying to help her with the pump. And I want to do this justice. So it's not like it's, for whatever reason he like he sees something and he's like ugh, he's like fuck it's not it's not working and so he goes in and gets her he takes her credit card from her goes in to try to swipe her card to pay for the cat the gas and then comes out again and he like kind of scares her and he's like at her window and she kind of jumps a little bit and he's like your card it's not working and remember he's like just it's pouring rain the man doesn't have an umbrella and so now he's drenched and she's like kind of scary. And she's like, weird, this guy needs my help with the card. Like the credit card company is on the phone right now. And so she gets out of the car. She's a little scared. He gets her into the gas station, locks the door behind her. Uh-oh. She picks up the phone and there's no one on the line. She's like, hello, hello. Mm-hmm. There's no one on the line. And so he, and then she's like, there's no one here. Realizes he's locked her in and he's like trying to talk to her. She jump basically breaks out of the gas station, like busts the window open and like oh. gets herself out of there. He also like has a stutter. So as as he's oh like trying gosh, to important. as he's trying to talk to her, he like can't Crucial. he's like clearly stressed about something, but he's like can't get his words out. Oh, he can't no. get his words out. Yes. So she's like he's like trying to he's trying to communicate with her, but it's like scary. It's like this man has mm-hmm. lied to me. So she gets out, she gets in her car, pulls away, and he like runs after her and she peels out of there. And he can't get it out because he has a stutter. But like as she's pulling away, she's out of frame. 
He's like, there's someone in your back seat. <gasps> yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you what. I remember what? this from my youth and I remember like, that's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> You're like, one day I will work with this director. <laughs> I remember this urban legend too. Like, even though I hadn't seen this movie, I had. But there'd be somebody in your backseat. I had heard this story, which I is still, kind of fun. I get in my car and I lock the doors. Oh my God, yes. And I'll never stay in my car parked, especially at night. Once mm-hmm. I've locked, you got to get out of there fast. We don't want to yeah. get out coming up to the window. There also could be someone under the car, you know? So you're. Oh, just I remember when that the- was a big fear. I remember yeah. there was a moment where, yeah, uh, like I would like get into my car really fast so that if there were someone under it, they couldn't sla- slice my ankles. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which, by the <laughs> but way, I don't think that happened to anybody. Well, a common it, fear. Maybe not, it did happen in this movie, but not in this mm. moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Maybe yeah, stay I, tuned. Stay maybe tuned. This movie, like, <laughs> do I know this movie? You've, wow. you've lived. You've lived this. I've lived okay, it. So, I've lived it. Okay. So. She, so basically the person in the back seat has an ax, you know, it's over for her. (laughs) It's over for her, you know, (laughs) in short. So now we get, like, we cut to this college and basically there's a lot of like drama around like, okay, she ended up dead, you know, and that was like an urban legend and people be like, that was like, that's, that's what that was. And so they're like having, it's like in the student union, which I don't remember my, like, college having one of these which was also just kind of goofy to me like the place where everyone was just hanging out um oh yeah and it, it was like anyway this group of friends are talking about it and they're like you know there's like some non-believers in the group like yeah whatever i don't believe in urban legends it's fine joshua jackson's character big prankster troublesome sort of <laughs> so, so, troublemaker kind of guy really inappropriate jokes coming from him by the way that did not i feel like age totally Mm. Well, I feel he was one of those, just that annoying, that trope, uh-huh. yep. the, like yeah, annoying okay. dude. Um, I then remember them going to class, all of them, and their professor now is talking to them about urban legends. Yeah, and this is Professor Wexler, who is played by Robert Englund, who is Freddy Krueger himself. Fun oh, fact. that's fun. You know, I didn't make that connection. <laughs> I, I, I just that. recognized his name from like us introducing that movie. And so I like knew his name from oh. that. And when he po- when it popped up in the credits, I was like, who is he in this? Which, I wouldn't have uh, recognized him. Sure. Uh, Freddie's got like his own thing going on. He's a lot yeah. of makeup on. Yeah. But OK, well, this is why I think people need to put some respect on this film's name. There's little nuggets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's all these little nuggets. That's right. <laughs> they put a lot little of care nuggets. into this movie. <laughs> Come on. What? Anyway, so he's like doing this. He's doing a lecture on urban legends. And the one that comes up is uh, one about pop rocks. Like what happens mm-hmm. to they're like, he's like, do you know the one about pop rocks and having pop rocks with soda? And. I think people are like, we kind of know that one, but yeah, right, it's bullshit or whatever. He calls up Rebecca Gayhart's character, Brenda, Uh, to do the, he's like, oh, if it's an urban legend, like, do it. And he gives her Pop Rocks. Also, uh, sorry if this is nitpicky, would we call, like, putting, what happens when you put Pop Rocks in Coke? Would we call that an urban legend? That feels like that's giving that far too much gravitas. <laughs> yeah, that's like an eighth grade science experiment. It's an, an, an anecdote at best. Yeah. <laughs> anecdote at best. Well, it's something that like anyone could test for themselves, whereas yeah, most like, urban yeah. legends are anyway, not. Anyway, okay. Yeah. Don't the follow those rules. That the urban legend is that someone did it and died. 
So like, oh, even if okay. like, so mm. then they're like, oh, no one wants to really test it because it's like, <laughs> right. well, I yeah, might yeah, die. Yeah, yeah. but then you really think about it. Just use your brain a little bit. You're like, that's not possible. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. Which by the way, pause. Does, are you guys familiar with the, like taking a, a teaspoon of like cinnamon and like trying to swallow a teaspoon of cinnamon no. and you just cough and cough? Yeah. That it like can't be done. Right. It can't be done, but I was so sure in eighth grade it could be done. And someone oh, no. offered me $5 and I would do all kinds of things. Oh, my God. <laughs> a little bit of money in eighth grade. <laughs> so I was on the bus. Someone asked me to do that. And I was like, yeah, well, duh. Take, take the teaspoon, swallow cinnamon, whatever. And, they just had a, a thing of cinnamon to give to you? It was, it was this weird thing where I guess oh, that particular week of school, it was like the talk oh, it, of It was hot that week. Remember <laughs> school? You remember school? Oh, yeah. yeah. We're desperate for any sort of engagement. <laughs> and so anyway, I did do it. You can't swallow it. You can't possibly. And I was like, oh, I'm going to choke. And so someone had water for me. But it was it was actually bad. So I, I get the fear on the Pop Rocks thing. I'm like, that yeah. could be you. That could be you. The milk thing is real, too, right? What's you the, can't drink a gallon. Milk? You can't drink a gallon of milk like in one. <laughs> city. I had a friend try it, and you yeah, can't. He, he he threw up a lot. You'll throw up. You can't do it. <laughs> also, that sounds so disgusting. That's so awful. gross. It sounds tr- truly awful. There's probably a lot of things that if you tried to like have a gallon of it, you can't. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Maybe it's not specific to milk, but cow's milk. Oh, gallon. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> point is. Yeah. He calls Rebecca Garrett's character up and then does, I feel like what ends up because Joshua Jackson is being some sort of smart ass of some sort rolling mm-hmm. his eyes. The professor's like, you come up and do it then. Mm-hmm. Or like, he's like, I'll fucking do it. And the professor gives him the pop rocks and the soda. He starts like basically convulsing and like foaming at the mouth. And like, everyone's like, Oh shit. Our classmate just died in front of us. And he like, I remember being like, he's really selling this right now. Because mm-hmm. I had a moment where I was like, I know I've seen this before. Surely he's not dying right now. But then I was like, does he die? Is that how this movie goes? He didn't. <laughs> he, was, he was just acting his little ass off. So anyway, th- then it was like, psych, just kidding, prank. Um, and everyone's kind of mad at him, whatever. Um, and then did I, did I skip anything crucial in this lecture? Uh, no, I think that's it. And just... The other thing before this is that we meet. So Natalie is kind of our uh, main character, and we meet her yes. roommate, Tosh. 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 <laughs> I should say that I forgot about Tosh. Tosh was already was super bitchy. <laughs> was like incredibly bitchy to the point where we were watching, be like, "What is her problem?" <laughs> Her bitchier is just, I don't even know what that would be. She absolutely sucked. <laughs> like, unclear why. It was also so unclear why. And she was goth or whatever. I forgot. Like, she was goth. And okay. it was like, so she's bitchy because she's goth. There was just like no explanation for why she was so angry. <laughs> there was no clear reasoning. It just wasn't tracking. I will say, big plot hole there for me. Um, <laughs> I'm glad they brought the, the bitchiness factor down. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, yeah. So, when she we meet Tosh and Tosh is basically like a BDSM queen or whatever and like mm-hmm. likes to like have rough sex but they share a room and so she is angry anytime Natalie interrupts or like basically she's like fuck off when I'm having sex and I'm having my loud rough sex like you need to like not turn the light on and disrupt it 
you need to just like go to your side of the room and like fucking put headphones on. This is important. <laughs> College. Wow. Oh, <laughs> like get is so mean to her about it. So, so mean to her about it. And then am I not mistaken that at some point, is this the Joshua? I need help here. Cause it, it's just okay. like chaos after it's chaos and it's more chaos, but I know what happens. Okay. So for, first it's just, like the news of the first girl's death, the gas station deaths, people on campus learn about that. Okay. And the dean and the campus security guards are like trying to play it down because they don't want the bad mm-hmm. press or whatever. And they're like, oh, no, it's like totally fine. Nobody mm-hmm. worry about that. They don't want the bad press? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like, let's not talk about that. Are they affiliated with this axe, man? Yeah, then people, <laughs> won't, then people won't come to this school. So just who cares? Oh, an important thing that we didn't talk about, I guess, is in that first first scene or second scene when they're in the like uh, student room, they talk about the urban legend of the Stanley Hall massacre, which. Oh, yes. Yes, which yes, yes, yes. is something that happened at their co- on their college campus years ago where mm-hmm. someone just like went door to door and killed people yes. and then but they don't know if it happened for sure and yeah that's when they're like that's oh, an urban legend it's all urban and like and, and we should note that that like stanley hall is now they didn't demolish it it's just abandoned on mm-hmm. campus by it's the way abandoned? which is yeah, an abandoned dorm on i know which was sort of so like, much worse. certainly lends more credibility <laughs> to the fact that it happened that would make me think something bad happened something, <laughs> something did happen there right it's just something did happen there <laughs> it's so funny because i'm in my dorm uh, my freshman year i lived in a building that apparently recently flooded at usc and they're demolishing mm. it like it like flooded years ago but like they fixed it or something now they're just like demolishing it so i'm like axe murderer goes through kills a bunch of students they're like let's just abandon this building yeah, leave it we'll just shutter it, leave we'll just it. Shutter we don't it. need the real estate we don't need to turn that into anything else just leave it at the building on just campus. leave it Certainly just leave college it. students won't go in there and cause trouble just leave it yeah um so basically then Natalie, if I remember correctly, like, so they're like, no bad press. Everyone's like, calm down. She's really spooked about it. Main character. She's just like, something is afoot. I think we should be more concerned. And then I, I don't remember exactly how they got to the point where Josh Jackson's character, whose name is Damon, which I do think is another little nugget because that actually, that name means darkness. So I'm just, I don't know. Again, filmmakers, shout out to them. Shout out to the filmmakers. Um, So (laughs) she, uh, Natalie, after finding out about this murder, goes to old yearbooks in her room. And we, the audience, find out she knew Michelle is the person who was killed in the first scene. But she doesn't tell anybody that she knows her. But she's she's more upset about it because she knew her. And she's, for some reason, keeping that to herself. And then Damon comes in while she's looking at the yearbooks and looking really upset and he is like i can be you know a nice guy sometimes yes yes and he did that thing he was he did this thing like let's go let's go on a ride get your mind off of this and like i can be i know i'm a prankster frat boy whatever but like yeah i can be nice and i can be a friend let's you know let's go you got to stop thinking about all this crazy stuff and then he basically was like he like drives her to this. It's not even a lookout, but it does feel like a thing from movies in the nineties. Like let's drive to the middle of the woods. And like, it's again, there's no view. We're just like in the woods in my car. Why? But then he like tries to 
this is the thing. He tries to like make out with her. He's like, oh, all right, you need a shoulder <laughs> to cry on. Oh, I could be a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, just get in my car, go to the middle of nowhere, so I can hit on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We would just, we would, we truly would hate this man. Um, <laughs> yeah, we should, as rightfully so. So yep. he, she rejects him. He's like, okay, fucking whatever. He gets out of the car. And he's like, all right, well, I have to pee. We're going to go home now. Because, like, basically didn't get what I want. You didn't put it. It's so wild. He's bad, man. (laughs) He's like, I'm going to go pee real fast. So he goes to pee. He's in the woods. And someone, like, in a... Okay, also, you know those hooded parkas with the fur? The faux Mm, fur or whatever? Oh, yeah. Big big key in the movie. So we see, like, a person in a hooded parka. He gets attacked. And I'm trying to... Um, they like came from behind him, I feel like, and like dragged him off or something while he was peeing. Mm-hmm. And now Natalie's in the car, do do do, just waiting for him to be finished peeing. And then this person somehow hangs Joshua Jackson's character from a tree. And she's in the car, and I can't remember what tipped her off to like something is it's his what, little like foot sounds on the ceiling on the top of the roof okay and it's not the assailant's feet is it joshua jackson it's joshua yes. jackson's feet okay so he's hanging he's like hanging from a tree above the car his oh feet god. are like tapping the car okay oh my god oh my god oh, he's still alive he's like being hung to, he's to being kill hung. Him. yes exactly and the car is like what's stopping him from why would hanging? this person hang him right over the car because you'll see, you'll see. Oh, it's like a little game. Part of the okay. This is part of the plans. Or another urban legend. So <laughs> she, so she, like you see the, the the spooky person in the parka. She sees them or something, and then it's like, okay, I got to get the fuck out of here. So she's like, I got to get the fuck out of here. So like starts to pull away, like drive, but she realizes she's stuck. So then she like. So then they like come towards her. I remember this scene being like, this is so good. It's like, this is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. They've done it again. They did it. Another perfect scene. They, I'm just saying with some respect. Okay. So <laughs> this person is like coming towards her and she's like, all right, fuck. So now she reverses really hard because she kind of gets stuck when she tries to drive off, like kind of regular. She gets stuck. She reverses really hard. And the person's like, okay, cool. Now they're basically coming towards her again. And what she does is like, all right, basically cranks it. And then you they cut to like Joshua Jackson above, like, Natalie, oh my don't God. start the car. Oh my God. <laughs> and, but she like, and you're like, oh, maybe she heard him. Maybe, like, maybe not. Cause she's struggling. And then she like peels out. And yeah, Joshua Jackson is dead. He's dead. Oh, shit. He's dead. But she goes back to campus, like obviously very shaken up. And everyone is basically like, he's a prankster. That didn't really happen. He like went to, he went away for every, like everyone has every excuse under the sun as to why he's not dead. And that was just a prank. Because they go back and and his body's gone. Yeah. There's like no evidence of it. The scene has been wiped. And so they're all like, "Uh, he was just pranking you. Yeah. That's a complicated prank. (laughs) Extremely complicated. complicated. (laughs) So complicated. Everyone's like, it's not, it's not real. Then they, so basically like, gosh, it's, is it Rebecca Gayhart's kid? No, no, it's Tara Reid and her boyfriend. They're like, you're fine. Chill out. Again, he's a prankster. He'll be back. Whatever. Then if I remember correctly, she's like, all right, I do need to calm down. I Maybe I'm, you know, wiling out and I'm on edge because of that earlier murder. And 
goes back to her room, right? If I'm not mistaken, this is where she's like, yeah, gosh. Okay. Yep. Yep. So, so she goes back to her room and she hears Tosh having what sounds like really, oh, oh no, I should set this scene up better too. <laughs> so we go back because this, I think they did such a great job. So we go back. <laughs> Tosh is on like, AIM, you remember AIM? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Version of AIM. Yeah, is on some version of AIM and is basically like kind of progressive for the time, by the way. I'm like that she's like soliciting sex on like AIM if, oh, in a real yeah. way and is like a Amazing. college student and has no shame about it. I'm here for her. So yeah. she's basically like soliciting sex with a new person and she's like, what room are you in? And they're like, oh, do you like whatever rough play or whatever? And she's like, yeah. And then they're like, what room? She's like, what room are you in? But then she goes to like get herself more gothified in the bathroom, comes back to her computer and sees that they said their answer to the question is your room. And so then she gets, she's like, what gets attacked? She's in bed getting strangled. Okay. <gasps> Natalie comes home. The light is on. She's like getting strangled and is like, oh, oh, oh. you know, you don't know you're getting strangled for sex, right? Oh, and right. So, she's not supposed to disturb and she's, she's not, not supposed to, to disturb. So she turns the light off puts her big headphones on and lays down in her bed <gasps> all while her roommate is being murdered. No! <laughs> Wait, I really should have seen this coming. This was set up so beautifully in the beginning. <laughs> I'm just saying. Perfect setup and payoff. <laughs> yes. So now, now Tosh is dead and Natalie is so spooked. And I think at this point it's incredibly justified, but I do, people yes. still continue to try to talk her down. Yeah. Even though on the wall they have, the killer has written in blood, aren't you glad <sighs> you didn't turn on the light? Oh my I God. I about that. Very clearly a crime scene. And again, they're all That's like, oh, a tragic in- suicide, a tragic suicide. That's an incredibly <laughs> long message for the killer to write. Yeah. yeah Are you glad you didn't turn on the light? <laughs> it's like, you took the time to write that out? It's so much. Not one word, but like, yeah. an introspective question from you. Um, <laughs> Something to sit with, reflect on. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, Natalie basically is like, OK, I'm 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 in charge of this investigation because nobody is taking this seriously. So she gets her little urban legend book out of the library. And yes. I think she kind of teams up with Paul, right? Jared Leto's character. Yes, because he's like a journalist on campus, we should say, who is like he also believes something is afoot and is like, yeah, I want I you know, I want to do the deep dive journalism thing here and I'm not buying that. So I'm trying to make connections here and figure out exactly what's going on on campus. And then at the same time, again, the dean is like bad press. Loretta Devine character is like a security guard on campus who happens to be armed. That's important for later. (laughs) (laughs) And Mm -hmm. so happens to be armed and is like, uh, goes to the dean and is like, this student is missing and it's it's Josh Jackson's character, Damon. And it's like, this student has been missing. Have you heard about that? And he's like, yes, yes, but the kid's probably gone off. It's a long weekend and he's probably gone somewhere for the weekend. Like, it's fine. Let's really just keep everything. Let's try to keep everything cool and calm and collected around here. So she, Loretta Devine's character is like, something's off. She also believes something's off. She's also like practicing with her little pit. She like watches. What is she watching all the time? Pam Greer. Pam Greer. Pam Greer. Yeah. So she's like taken by Pam Greer and like mm-hmm. spends a lot of time admiring and like practicing shooting nothing, um, you know, doing mm-hmm. her little gun stance. Anyway, so <laughs> she 
she like approaches the professor, the dean, by in his car in the parking garage, and is like, "It's a bad weekend. Things have been afoot around here." And he's like, "Again, chill the fuck out." And it's kind of dismissive and a dick to her in this moment, right? So, and so then she was like, were you scared when I came up to you? And he's like, no, no. And he tried to be cool because he was a little spooked. He was playing it cooler than he was actually feeling. So anyway, she leaves that conversation and he hears something. And he's like, huh, what the hell is that? As he's trying to get in his car, kind of looks around. He goes to get in his car quickly and his Achilles tendons (sighs) get slashed from underneath. (laughs) <laughs> this somehow embedded itself into my brain yep. i've seen it but i swear to god i was like well that could happen i hate yeah. the achilles when they get the achilles yeah slash them the man oh. can't walk so now he's like on oh. the ground and the killer gets in his car the, <gasps> the dean's car and is like he's gonna run you over and i kept yelling you need to crawl to the side yeah they never <laughs> yes. They never do an, like a zigzag or I'm anything. Like, zigzag, make sure you use it. You're going in a straight never. line. And then I was like, or get really flat. I was like, get really flat. My God, get so You're flat too- he can't drive over you. <laughs> so, funny. so funny, zigzag. God damn it! I was like fucking zigzag. Like so. Anyway, he was struggling and lost. And then I don't. I'm trying to figure out. Maybe you can help me with this. How he got to the. Pokey. I don't I'm remember like, really either the mechanics of it, but just tell yeah. us what, just tell us how it, how it ends. Okay, okay, okay. I just, okay. So what happens is he's crawling, driver is like, basically, fuck you, drives over him and like drives him through those like, uh, so, you know, those severe tire damage warnings oh, with the yes, spikes? Yes. Professor gets driven <sighs> over on, ah! on one of those. <laughs> on one of those. Oh, that's pretty gnarly death. That's bad. And you see yeah. it, you see the whole thing. Yeah. There are some scenes where they don't really show too much, but I feel like this one was one of the more gruesome because I feel like we saw the spikes. But, you know, sometimes, as we talked about before, you just like fill things in with your head. So I can't actually say for sure. Maybe you don't. And I just. Those tire things are like one of the most like violent things we have in (laughs) In day-to-day society. (laughs) (laughs) You make such a good point. Like, is it? And I'm like, also, people don't reverse. Yeah, like, yeah. Or doing a wrong entrance or go in a wrong entrance. It's not necessary. It's incredibly dramatic. It seems extreme. It is way too dramatic. <laughs> and like, speaking of filling things in, in in your head, I feel like when you look at one, you're just like, that could do bad things. Whenever I, don't know I look what at they it, are, I'm like, it does the bad. same thing. I, I go like, well, now I feel like I'm going to reverse, even though I'm not. You know, when like something comes, it yeah. always makes me feel like I'm like, well, I'm going to accidentally do it just because you put it there. And now I know I can't. <laughs> I feel so on edge every time I see so what it's like. They make on edge. All of a sudden, I'll edge. throw my car in the opposite direction for no reason. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just drive well, over up. <laughs> okay, excellent so, okay. kill. So he gets, he gets murdered. Now, um, uh, Natalie's BFF is Rebecca Gayhart, whose name I'm forget. What's uh, Brenda. 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 Okay, Brenda in the movie, who's been like her calming presence. Brenda's like going for a swim now, and Natalie is seeing this like from upstairs in the again a different student center building. So there's glass, and she's seeing a person in a parka, just like she saw Damon get murdered. Par- person in a parka is approaching. Brenda, who's in the water, you know, swimming uh, unsuspectingly. And she like freaks out and like breaks the glass. Like, it's like, Brenda, 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 someone's coming for you. Like, 
breaks the glass that she's looking over onto the pool on with a chair because she's like, I'm going to save my friend. My friend's not going to get murdered in front of me by this parka killer. And then it was like another swimmer who was like trying to just say hi to Brenda, but for whatever reason showed up in a parka. <laughs> well, to be fair, a lot of people had those jackets. Yeah, it was like, but it's like for the indoor swim and it's like, is there a reason you're still wearing the parka at the pool? <laughs> I also, in this scene, just when it like started, uh, like I saw the pool, I was like, my head went to the urban legend of, oh, we're going to get the one where your intestines get sucked out through your butt. Oh. <laughs> Do you guys know that one? No. That one. What the hell I is that? Know. Because that's one that I've always been scared of. <laughs> Wait, how do your intestines get sucked up through your butt? How does I, it happen? Okay, I... I don't know if it's possible, but this is just an urban legend that if you sit on the pool filter, like someone like can like push you down there, you can get stuck on it, and your intestines come out your butt. I think you can get stuck on it, but I don't think it will pull anything out from the inside of your body. Only one way to find out. I kind of want to try. It feels like it would do one of the. You know, people get like coloscopies to like clean uh-huh. out there I'm like that's yeah. Yeah, like yeah, a free yeah. version <laughs> a free version with a high price if you're wrong about one thing <laughs> but if you're um, right I mean. so when she's like she has this freak out and then she has to explain to Brenda like alright let me explain to you why I'm so on edge mm-hmm. basically I know Michelle who was murdered like the, the, where all the buzz was mm-hmm. happening at the top of the movie I actually know her what happened is another urban legend she she was kind of wild and driving down the road one day. Michelle's my friend. I was with her driving down the road kind of crazy one day. She flashed. Um, she had no her. She didn't have her lights on. Someone flashed. I do know this urban legend. Someone flashed their lights at them to be like, turn your your headlights are off. Someone coming in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, let's fuck with him. And like chased him down, like did a quick U-turn and chased this man down this windy road. And he like crashed because he was trying to get away now from this erratic driver who was following him and Jesus. so natalie and, is telling brenda died. this it's, and he died and he died <laughs> yeah. okay oh my God. And, and um natalie's like yeah he was our age too and um and it was just really sad and i never got over that and it's just kind of crazy <laughs> that this thing then just like happened to her um and like brenda's listening and is like listen that's wild that that happened that really sucks but like you got to chill out thanks for giving me context let's get your mind off of this thing we want to go to, let's go to a party. I'm interested in this guy, Paul, who happens to be Jerry Leto, who's the reporter. She's like, right. I want to like seal the deal with Paul. They get to the party, um, hosted by Tara Reed and Tara's boyfriend, whose name I am forgetting. Parker, I think. Okay, Parker. Parker. Okay, great. And um, so they uh, get to that party and they're like, mine's off that whole thing. Now, Jared's character is like, talking to again because he's like i'm gonna crack the case of what's going on around campus a lot of weird shit going on i just know something's afoot and so they're talking about it and he's like talking really close to her face and i was like he's gonna kiss her trope he's gonna kiss her and brenda's gonna see it and she's gonna be pissed and that is what happened and um she sees it and she was like wow natalie i guess you don't waste any time and um then she's like it's not what it looks like whatever um, but it was, it was, it, it, it was is, exactly, it is exactly what it looks like. It usually is when people say that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the reporter guy is like, I am going to, we need to like end this party. Cause like, there's another urban legend. I kind of, if I'm being honest, didn't understand what his inkling of like, this party has to end something like something's up. I didn't get that. I didn't uh, get where that came from. 
No, I didn't really either. And in this moment, I'm I'm personally starting to suspect Suspect him. Jared Leto. Yeah. Yes. I've been suspecting him from the beginning, but I can't tell if it's because it's Jared Leto. I know. I had that (laughs) thought, too, where I was like, well, I'm just primed to suspect you of bad things. I suspect you of things. (laughs) Yeah. And there was a point where I was suspecting this couple, by the way, where I was like, it feels like the killer is getting from like point A to point B a little too quickly for me. So then I was like, maybe it's both of them. This couple is actually... Like Tara Reed and her boyfriend are the ones doing this crazy thing. Mm-hmm. By the way, I should add, because I did drop the ball on this, that Tara Reed runs a like college radio station show. Like, uh, okay. and so she like, where they talk about sex and relationships. It's a little racy and you know, mm-hmm. like late mm-hmm. night show. So basically, her boyfriend is like, "I'm not fucking ending this party," and like embarrasses Parker, embarrasses Jared's character, and is like, "This fucking guy wants us to end the party." And like everyone's like, boo, fuck you, whatever. He gets out of there. <laughs> and remember, like, I imagine, I guess that feels so intense for college age people. <laughs> but anyway, he's like, all right, I'm going to get the hell out of here. Um, and then Tara's like, I'm going to go to the radio station. I'm going to go do a show, whatever. Now, Parker gets like super, he's super drunk and he gets a call. This is what it is. He gets a call on the phone that's like, basically like you're gonna die tonight some version of that i can't remember what the caller said to him and he was like okay yeah fuck off basically he's like fuck you this is silly he's like oh i know this one Um, oh yes i know this fucking urban legend let me guess like yeah Mm -hmm. um and so the guy the and then they, they basically were like oh well do you know the urban legend of a dog uh getting microwaved and i was like i don't I haven't heard that one. What? I had never heard that. One. I had not heard that one. It's like it's like of the woman who dried her dog off in the microwave. He's like, I know what urban legend this is. The call's coming from inside the house, right? And he's like, Nope, this is the one with the woman who dried her dog <laughs> off in the microwave. It's like what? Stumbles, yeah, down to the kitchen and the party stove popping and sees the dog. He opens the microwave what? and I was like, kind of logically. We don't, we've never seen your dog to feel anything about this dog besides this is just insane. <laughs> this is just so fucked like, up. I can feel a certain way, sort of neutrally about this, just, like, sure, without sure. context. Like, yeah. So he opens the microwave and it's just like bloody guts in the microwave. And, yeah. And so he like stumbles upstairs to the bathroom to throw up, like doesn't do it on site. Just is like, Ooh, and like gets to the bathroom to throw up in the toilet. We get a shot of his face in the toilet, and then he basically gets drowned in the toilet by Parker murderer. Ew! And he does. Yeah. He puts. Uh, they get. He gets pop rocks and Drano shoved down his throat. Oh, pop rocks and Drano too. Yes, he gets drowned, and then pop rocks and Drano. And it's like, yeah, that's that's real. It was really Ew. bad. Okay, that, that, that is that, disgusting. That. I don't like yeah. that at all. That <laughs> sequence of events was not okay. Toxic. It's, it's actually it's genuinely a... toxic. toxic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then we go to the radio station and Tara Reed's character is uh, doing her little late night thing. It's a, You know some spooky's going on and something is afoot here at the station. Um, her engineer is like behind her in the in the booth like other side of the booth or whatever and she's talking to some caller and her engineer basically gets like dragged off and suffocated killed like and she doesn't realize and then she like goes to say something to him he's not there and then she's like oh fuck or like sees him dead i can't remember but she's like freaked and is like what the fuck happened i gotta get out of here sees park a person and now they're having this like intense 
right she's running from this. she's running okay. from the, the person in the parka all through this like student building that again it's it's not a it's a it's a weekend so like there's no one in it and it's late night and um she's running or she's running away from this parka person and at now meanwhile at the party they like are also playing her radio show oh right <laughs> yeah and they're playing a radio show and there's just like this weird guy who's like he's like she's doing the moaning thing again but natalie's like those moans don't sound like like she learned her lesson from the tosh mm. she's like those aren't sex that's not sex talk moans or like she actually sounds in danger so i'm gonna go to the, where the station is mm. now tara reads running from the killer there's a moment where basically like there's a staircase this like big old staircase stairwell and she like goes and like kind of gets falls off the other side but then catches herself her fingers are on the edge of the like on the edge of the floor there and she's barely holding on oh i don't the, like the, the way you're showing the fingers <laughs> as an important <laughs> i saw what's happening to these fingers <laughs> well you think it's just spooky because then the person has an the, the parker person has an axe and it's like ready to go to war and you're like they're gonna <laughs> cut her fingers off they're gonna cut her fingers off but then they did it she fell and then like hurt herself and then stumbled away got her back in the like right in the room i believe and then just axed the shit out of her she got stuck in the room where she started and mm. like she got axed which also like what urban legend is this exactly <laughs> we're like and now we've departed from urban legends mm-hmm. altogether uh-huh. <laughs> like, we this was just a murder <laughs> this is just a straight up murder, straight a murder. Up murder. <laughs> and i do feel a bad way about it so then uh natalie gets there to discover she's murdered um that sucks now (laughs) (laughs) totally stinks she's super upset about it and so now natalie she gets to back to campus though which also is not i remember being like what how did she get back to campus right the layout is a little confusing seems (laughs) like she got there pretty quick yeah we get we get some like those some holes in logic um so heads back to campus first she like teams back up with Brenda and Paul. They put their differences aside. Okay, yes, 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 you're so right. They're like suspecting uh, Professor Wexler. At some point, they, Paul, it, it, doing his journalism digging, sure. finds that Professor Wexler is the only survivor of the Stanley Hall massacre. That's and suspicious. it's the 25th yes. anniversary yes. of the Stanley Hall massacre. And so they think that he is... Yeah. Okay. On a killing spree, on for revenge for what happened to him or whatever. Or yes. That. And I also remember, by the way, uh, the we got to say the janitor is like a little spooky guy. Yeah. There's this like, very spooky janitor that just like pops up at inopportune times and is just like, okay, where'd you come from? And um, so now they're suspecting Professor Wexler. They get that. So how do they get back to campus? I guess that's the part I'm confused on. And I remember feeling confused in real time. So (laughs) I'm also confused about why they're doing. They like go to a gas station. The three of them now, Brenda, Paul and Natalie. And Brenda and Natalie kind of smooth things over. And she's like, it's okay. Like, I'm not mad at you if you like him or whatever. Yes. And then Paul goes inside into the gas station and there was something in the car when they got back, when they got in the car, Natalie's like, something stinks in here. And he's like, no, it doesn't. And so then you go like, oh, Paul is the killer. And <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah, like, he, yeah, it was just like, no, he didn't, uh-uh. no, no questions. Just like, no, it doesn't. No, that's not, no, it does not. And then it was like, all right. So he goes in the gas station. They smooth things over, Brenda and Natalie. And then 
I feel like they were like, no, it fucking stinks while he's in the, <laughs> the gas station. And they open it. <laughs> they, they open his trunk and they open his trunk and there is dead professor, uh, de- the dean. The dean is dead, right? Oh, or is it no, Wexler it's Professor Wexler. It's, it's Wexler. Wexler. I was having, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I was having, as a viewer, trouble being like, which white man is this? I remember <laughs> being like, mm-hmm, <laughs> in mm-hmm. real time, also like, dean or the professor? Because they <laughs> yep. don't look the same, but sort of, you know, anyway. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So yep. Professor Wexler in the car. They run away. Crazy they, that him saying it doesn't smell didn't work. Yeah, that should have worked. <laughs> so they're like, fuck, this guy's the killer. He comes out and is like, where are you guys going? Now they, they're like, they're booking it. And Natalie uh, is, they're running through the woods. Brenda falls and Natalie just like keeps going. That's what it is. That's And then she mm-hmm. ends up at camp. And, like, and then the like creepy janitor, actually, she hitches a ride with the creepy janitor. She's like running, running, running. Creepy janitor gives her a ride. A moment happens. Oh, how could I forget this? A moment <laughs> happens where the creepy janitor gives her a ride, and you're like, "Oh God, he might be the killer," because they also felt like they were trying to set him up as the killer. Well, they, he has the parka in his car in the back seat. They have the, he has the parka in his back. But again, seat. it's a popular style. It's 1998. People got this parka. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So then she's like, "What the fuck?" And then at that time, she's kind of panicking, but plot twist again is that a driver drives by with the, their lights not on and the janitor flashes the drive the, the other car and then it turns into a chase again and it's like and she was like no don't do it but it was too late and he had already flashed he was like fucking kids forget to put their lights on and now they're in a chase car runs off the side of the road janitor presumably dead now mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. natalie gets away and then she lands back at campus yep okay, okay. so she lands back at campus Here's from the abandoned dormitory where there's like lights on and like a sheet in one of the open windows. It's like, help me or something. something I can't remember what she heard, but she like then goes to see. Which I think she, yeah. She, yeah no. I, I think what she thinks is it's Brenda being attacked because she got separated from Brenda and doesn't know where she is. And so she's like, oh, this is I mean, Paul's yeah. place that he kills people. You found a dead body in the back of someone's car. This needs to be the first thing you address when you uh, yeah. a- arrive back. Yes. A- absolutely, you call someone. Yeah, anyone. Like, let's not let's not go help this person in this. Uh, like you're not equipped to. Like also right. just knowing your own capabilities. Like you're clearly not equipped to. Your friend was murdered earlier this week. <laughs> like a lot of your friends. Yeah, actually, your roommate. Everyone <laughs> around you is dying. I think like you gotta just you gotta go get help instead, and not oh. try to be the help. Um, and you have to know you can't pour from an empty cup. And at this point, mm. you, you're empty. She's wow. empty. And she's I think empty. She's, she's and empty. So, Absolutely empty. So she goes in and the first thing she sees, is it a dead body in there? Basically, the first like actual proper scary thing is like it's a dead body. Yeah, I feel like it's all dead bodies. Just popping. It's like dead of- bodies galore in this bitch. Mm-hmm. And then she like goes into this one room. And she sees Nat, she sees, excuse me, Brenda sprawled out on the bed, like looking like, oh, this person is like sick and does like sacrifices in here. And like Brenda's like laid out on this bed and looks like she's like dead and she's freaking. And she goes, 
So then uh, Natalie goes to the window to like be like, what the fuck is going on? And then you see Brenda behind her just like slowly sit up and like look crazy. <gasps> what? <laughs> it was Brenda! It was Brenda! It was Brenda? It was Brenda. And Brenda then explained, what? hey, that fucking driver you killed, that young guy was the love of my life, my high school sweetheart. We were going to get married. What? And we talked about getting married. And you guys fucking killed him. And went on about your little fucking merry way. And like, was like, and now you're going to pay. And it's like, basically like, I'm going to kill you slowly now. You're going to get killed slowly. Yeah. <laughs> Spooky guys. Spooky. So she, she's like, she's like basically like tied Natalie up now, like knock Natalie out, ties her up. And is like, yeah, you're going to die a slow death. And now she looks crazy. The curly hair, the oh crazy my God. eyes. Juicy oh role. Her performance is oh very my. fun. Yeah, it's, I, I kept thinking when she got the script and got offered that role, it was like, well, this is fun and different. Yeah. Um, and yes. so anyway, she she like basically was like, I'm going to torture you. But then Jared's character, basically, Nat, also Natalie like gets out of her little like tied up thingy. And now these two are in a like duel of sorts. And Jared's character appears. And you think like, okay, he's okay, cool. Is he in on it? He's not in no. Okay, he's not. He's here to help Natalie. And he comes in with an applaud, applauding for her. <laughs> applauding for her. Comes in with applause. And I was like, this is very funny. Wait, who's he applauding for? Wait, I don't get it. He, I think he's kind of trying to trick her into being like, all right, I'm in love with you now. And let's do this together. Oh, he's yeah. in love he's with trying Brenda? To trick Brenda. He's trying to trick Brenda, I think. Okay. Oh, okay. Because yes. Brenda does, even though she had a previous love of her life, she does have a, she has a she does have a crush on Paul. She has a current crush on Paul. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. 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 So then basically, she like shoots him, by the way. <laughs> she ends Wait, up, like, Brenda shoots Jared. Did she shoot him? She Or, or the, did the gun not come in until she like basically overpowers him, too, somehow? So the campus security. Uh, officer comes in at some Loretta point and that's yeah that's when how the gun she gets a comes gun. in yeah. and i don't remember how she had basically overpowered paul but then the campus security comes in and is like basically doing that thing where someone holds a gun and is talking about like you did the wrong thing and it's like you better shoot them because they're like you're doing too much talking <laughs> yeah no monologuing <laughs> no monologuing yeah, doing a little bit of a monologue you're like better shoot him and then of course she like kicks the gun out of the loretta's character's hand and i think like hits her with an axe or something she she injures her pretty badly and now this gun is all around and now you know brenda's got it um then someone knocks it out of her hand and she shoots she she shot she shot him i believe but i can't now if i'm being honest i can't remember who got her because she gets shot by natalie actually out of the window out of the window <gasps> and that's how she actually dies she gets oh, shot wow. out of that that window that natalie was gazing out of uh, at the okay. top of the scene and and she ends up dead loretta got to have her scary like as she had been practicing like shoot yeah. out this is how you protect people moment and yeah and then it was like that's that's how the story and oh wait wait no but then the movie ends with like all right new era of students and they're talking now on campus about the crazy murders did you guys hear about this thing that happened at stanley hall and like it was a string of urban legend murders that one happened around campus and then they're like no someone's like no 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 that's not what happens and then at the very end it cuts to brenda she's also a student with these people somehow and doesn't age and is like no that's not how it went down 
And then like, that's the end of the movie. It's like, she's now, <laughs> but then you're like, well, what's your beef with them? We understood why you like felt like you wanted to hurt Natalie because she, yeah. but I'm like, so are you going to terrorize these young people as well? And what? I mean, <laughs> Brenda is not well because uh, uh, yes, yeah, she, she dead. She died. She got shot. She, she got shot out of the window, but I guess survived. I guess she's uh, supernatural. She's supernatural. <laughs> supernatural. Well, that's what the students are saying. They're like, they never found her body. And and so, like, maybe she's still alive. I know. Crazy. Where is her body? It's not here. Really. <laughs> it's not right here on this couch across from you. And there's no way we could ever see a picture of this woman. Because, by the way, she looks like herself. Yeah. Like, she, they don't, like, it's not like the dyed hair. And now she has, like, this crazy different look fully looks the same. (laughs) I imagine there were newspaper articles with her face on them. (laughs) Very much photos of this woman exist. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. If her whole beef was with Natalie and her friend who died at the beginning, like why did she microwave a dog? Why did she do? (laughs) There's like a lot of her. Why'd she murder Tosh? It's just like what? There's a lot of collateral damage. She spent a lot of time not killing Natalie. Like a lot of time. The like losing the love of your life, I suppose, is supposed to make you crazy. <laughs> yeah, like bloodthirsty. Also, why was Jared Leto insisting that it didn't smell in the car? Why is he embarrassed? He doesn't want to stink. It was car. almost no. like he farted. That's what I thought <laughs> the conversation farted. was. Maybe he farted. I think and he, it was farted. he must timing. have farted. He farted. <laughs> he must have farted. <laughs> he farted. It was like it does stink. It absolutely does stink, and you no. smell it. It was just a, such a strange... So listen, I know I started applauding the, the filmmakers at the beginning of this, but I have to say there were some fair holes in the, the plot sure. where I had to ask you, now, how did she get from here to here? <laughs> Maybe 10 times because it didn't track to me at all. Oh, I still God. think it deserved more than 23% yeah, on Rotten Tomatoes. Sure. <laughs> I was riveted every for second. Sure. Every For second. Sure. It was better than I expected it to it was be, fun. to be completely honest. I had fun. It's very fun. It's a fun yeah. one. It's a it fun one. It was super fun. I love these ensemble, late 90s ensemble horror movies. I want more of them. Can we have a resurgence of these? I want like... I would love that. That's a yeah. fair petition because I feel like those those ensembles make it a little less scary though too to be yeah. like, mm-hmm. I know, I, I'm not looking at like actor in this spooky situation. I'm watching Joshua Jackson exactly. and Tara Reid in a mm-hmm. scary movie. I want like, like the who's who of Hollywood. Who would be does that even exist? Does twenty twenty two have a Joshua Jackson? It's like the River cast of Riverdale. Yeah, just give me the cast yeah. of Riverdale, I guess. Yeah, I think then put them in put them just in put the them stage. in everything, honestly. I would I'm here for it. Yep. Ladies, wow. thank you for having me. Thank go, you thank so you. much. Thank you for this. I, so this was your first time revisiting this movie since you knew it. Yeah. Been, uh, yes. Incredible. Can you not tell by the very bad job I did? No, you and did that was such one, a good job. You were, you're incredible. You're supposed, to do, you're supposed to do all this podcast. And I was like, so what happened to get help? <laughs> no, it was, per- it was perfect. It was okay. perfect. Okay. Oh, my okay. God. Yeah, Ego, thank you so much for joining us. Is there anything you would like to plug, promote? Where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Eggy underscore Boom, B-O-O-M. And then on Instagram at Eggy Boom, no underscore. Okay. The underscore on Twitter is because a woman named Esther Wilson 
as Eggie Black. God damn it, <laughs> Esther. Esther. I'll, I'll just shout her out time. Esther, come on. You don't Esther. use it. Give it up. Give Esther, it up. you don't use it. Cough it up. Um, and <laughs> yeah, occasionally in the fall, catch me on Saturday Night Live. And so that's fun. People know that one. People know that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. People know that one. But thank you so much. God. Thank, thank you, Ega. What a treat. so much fun. That was amazing. What a treat. Um, we usually end with like a voice, but I mean, were there any voices in this one, Sammy? Uh, not really. Pretty okay. standard voices. So from all of us here at Too Scary Didn't Watch. Goodbye. 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 Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. If you enjoyed the episode, please remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you really want to make our day, you can rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. You can also follow us on social media at TSDW Podcast. We are on Instagram and Twitter. And if you want even more content, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash TSDW Podcast. We will be back next week with a regular episode. We love you a lot. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.